and we're going to jump into it in just a moment. And uh, we got somebody to baptize a little later, and I'm excited about that. And, uh, but I, I, I just wanted to just take a moment and just pray for you. Could I do that? Can I just pray for you? Because I, I just really still sense maybe a little heaviness that needs to be broken off of somebody today. And uh, let's do that, okay? Father, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus for whoever is struggling today, whatever they're struggling with. You said that the, the anointing will destroy the yokes and remove the burdens, Lord. And I pray by your anointing that that would be done now in Jesus' name. And, Father, that you would bring liberty and, and freedom and uh, just a peace and joy in replacement of that heaviness. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. And if you agree with me, would you say amen? Amen. 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 Well, good to see you once again. And uh, I, I want to I start out today with a scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And uh, we're going to go there. And uh, while you're turning there or, or whatever... Uh, Maybe getting on your on your device. Uh, just want to say today is Church 101. If you don't know what that is, if you're new to Church on the Move, uh, this is our growth track. This is a place where you can get connected. Maybe you've been coming for a while, and and uh, maybe it's like, how do I get connected to Church on the Move? How can I get to know more about Church on the Move? This is a great place to do that in our growth track. And so that'll be taking place right at, at 11.30 in here. And so if you wouldn't mind making yourself available for that, we'll feed you. If you have children, we'll care for your children. And so we got it all covered for you, all right? All right, so here we are, Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and verse 5. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Well, what are those strongholds? What are the strongholds that it's talking about? It goes on to say, We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So it's talking about, really what it's talking about is the chatter in our life is what it is. It's the chatter that can bring us into a stronghold or bring us into a place where we're held back from what God has for us. So we've been on this, we've been on this journey to crash that chatterbox. And we've talked about a number of things. We started out talking about the difference between facts and truth. And many times the chatter that we hear are the facts that are going on in our life. And it may be a fact that your child is away from God. Well, the truth is that your children are mighty upon this earth. Amen? It may be a fact that you are experiencing some sickness in your, in your body, but the, the truth is, is that by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. There could be a lot of different facts, and if you don't watch it, you can allow those facts to take, uh, take lordship over that circumstance rather than the truth or the promise of God. So we started out talking about that, and then second week we talked about lies and truth and the difference there, and, and we talked about the thing about a lie and believing a lie, and it's called deception. The bad thing about deception is that you're deceived. And so I, I gave you some ways to determine whether you are deceived or not, and, uh, and so that way you can go ahead and get on uh, looking for truth to set you free. And so we, I'm not going to get into that. And in the third week, we talked about our acceptance. As a matter of fact, there's four, four uh, deep needs that only Jesus can meet in our lives. 
And many times we're looking for other places, and, and one of those things is acceptance. And so we talked about that, and then last week we talked about our identity, and today we're going to talk about our security. And these are all deep needs that only Jesus can meet in our life. We all want to feel secure, don't we? I mean, we want, we're looking for security in many ways. And, uh, and when we don't find it, then what happens is that uh, we start going other places and trying to find that security. And there's not anything else, there's not anybody else but Jesus Christ that we can find our security in. And so today we want to talk about that. And, uh, but I want, to, I want to make this statement, and if you're following along in the notes that are in your, in your worship guide, here's the statement and really the basis for this whole series that we've been talking about. And here it is. That statement is that the voice we believe will determine the future that we experience. The voice that we believe will determine the future that we experience. As I was preparing for this, I was, I was thinking, because we've been on this now, this is the, the fifth week on, on this series, and, uh, and I was thinking, as much, if, you've, if you've been here for this whole series, as much as I've been talking about this, there are still some people that haven't bought into this truth. And, and, and all of us need to get serious about this truth. That the voice that we believe will determine the future that we will experience. And scripture over and over talks about the things that we hear and, and uh, the importance of the things that we hear. And 2 Corinthians 11.3 says this, it says, But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. In other words, uh, Satan, the same thing that he used on Eve, he's going to come in and try to use on you and I, and that's to bring deception. And he's going to bring some chatter, and he's going to start speaking into our hearts, speaking into our minds, speaking into our lives, whether, whether directly or indirectly, he's going to speak into our lives. Why? To try to take us away from God, try to take us away from God's best for our life. I really, really think that some of you need to really just really pay attention because he has you where he wants you, the enemy does, and you need to stop him today. Today, you need to say, enough is enough. I'm going to have God. I'm going to have his best for my life and that's, it's said, I'm settling that today. Uh, here's another scripture in Galatians chapter 5, verse 7. It says, You were running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion or that kind of chatter does not come from the one who calls you. Get this, get this, get this. A little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. Just a little seed. It doesn't take much to come in and, and, and be planted into our thinking to, to work through our whole life and be, uh, eventually just cause it to be less than what God has intended for it to be. He created us for greatness. We talked about that last week. Every one of us have the potential for greatness. And, uh, and it just takes a little bit of chatter, wrong chatter, that can, can get us off course and have us experience the things that God never intended for us to experience, and those things being things that are not good. Are you with me this, thus far? And so, so what I want to do today is I want to talk to you about, I want to talk to you about that chatter, and I want to talk to you about security, because 
Security is very important. We're all looking for security, and, and, and if we're not secure uh, in the very thing that we need to be secure in, and that's, that's the Lord Jesus Christ, then we're going to find ourselves wandering in the wilderness. Do you remember the children of Israel when uh, uh, a whole generation, uh, I mean, a, a, a whole nation was brought uh, uh, to a promise, a promised land where God wa- uh, had great things for them. And right at the border of that promised land, uh, they, they started to, uh, had the potential to step in and experience it. And they, 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 I mean, there was two of them that wanted to go in. There was 12 spies that were sent in, 10 came back, that brought back some chatter brought back some e- an evil report. Everybody bought into it. And, and, the, and because they bought into it, they didn't enter into what God had for them. Instead, they wandered in the wilderness. How many of us are maybe wandering in the wilderness of life, not experiencing what God has, not, not enjoying life, not having the peace that God has for us, not having the families that God has for us, the businesses, the various things that God has for us, because... We listened to the wrong chatter. It kept us back. They, they, they felt insecure. That's why they didn't enter into the promised land. They felt insecure. They felt like they just didn't have what it took to go in there and get it. Let me tell you something. If God be for you, who could be against you? I don't care what you're facing in life. If God be for you, you can go in secure just knowing that uh, you're going to overcome somehow, some way, because God is for you. Amen? And so, so Psalm, Psalm 78 brings it out. It says that, that this whole generation, they limited God. You know, we can limit God. There's a lot of people don't realize that we can limit God. Here in Psalm 78, verse 40 and 41, it says, How often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again they tempted God, and get this, and limited the Holy One of Israel. They limited God in their life. How many times do we limit God in our life because we're listening to the wrong chatter, we're listening to the wrong voices, either the enemy or the enemy, some of those things that are going on inside of us, and we're listening to those wrong, that wrong chatter instead of moving out from the wilderness into the promised land that God has for us. Amen? And that could be in your marriage. That could be in finances. That could be in uh, business. That could be in ministry. That could be in a variety of different areas in life where we're listening to the chatter and we're, we're fearful to step over the line and cross into the border of what God has for us or into the promise that God has for us. Matter of fact, there's really three things that I believe that uh, will limit us in our life. Three things that I would just want to share with you. Number one, I think we limit God's opportunities in our life. I think God has great opportunities in our life. I think that He's bringing opportunities across our, our path all the time. But too often, because of fear, because we're, not, because we're insecure, we don't seize those opportunities. One of the things that I pray every day... Every day for you guys, all of us, I pray that we would recognize, seize, and leverage those God opportunities to their full potential for His glory. I believe that God brings opportunities into our life. And, and, and we can limit God opportunities in our life if we're, we're, we're insecure in who we are in Jesus Christ. And so we, we need to become secure in Him. Second thing, not only opportunities, but I believe there's some ideas that He brings into our life. 
I believe that God will deposit some ideas, things that he wants us to do in order to cause us to advance and cause us to move forward. I remember one time I had already uh, bought my home. Uh, It wasn't paid for. It was paying for it. Bank and I owned it. Uh, They owned much more than I did, by the way. And, and then I had another home that I had bought. Uh, my mother was living in it, and I, I bought it, and, uh, and she was living in it. And then, and then another opportunity, just an idea. Uh, there was a guy across the street. I could tell that he was, uh, I had heard that he had gotten married, and there was moving some things around, and, and, uh, and they had lived there for a while. And I, I thought, I just had this idea. Go ask him if he wants to sell that home. And, and so I, I just, I moved on that idea. It's like, man, I didn't have really the funds to do it. And, and so I went over there and I knocked on the door, talked to the guy, got to know him a little bit. And uh, I said, hey, are you, what, what's going on? And he, he told me they were building a house and, and they were, uh, were going to eventually sell this house. And I said, hey, I said, how about me buying it? And, 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 and I said, give me, give me what you think you would want. And so we came to an agreement. It was way under market value. I purchased the home, bought it, spent, I don't know, 10, 10, 20 grand. I don't even remember. It's been a, a few years back on it to remodel it, flipped it. And guess what? Not only I sold that house, I think I bought it for 50-something thousand, sold it for 105,000, uh, flipped that house, ended up paying my house off and. And now my wife and I have been debt-free for a lot, a lot of years now. We owe nobody anything just because of an idea. I'm going to tell you, it was still a struggle. It wasn't that easy. I was still had this chatter, especially when I put it on the market and it didn't sell right away. And, and it's like, oh, man, am I going to have to come down? I can't come down too much, you know. And so anyhow, uh, eventually it sold and I was able to uh, pay off our debt. Because of an idea. But insecurity could have kept me back from moving on that idea and that opportunity. Are you with me? God has ideas. He has opportunities that he has for us. But we've got to be secure in the Lord and what he's leading us in in order for us to take advantage of those things. Last, the, last, the third thing that I believe that we can miss and limit God in in our lives is God connections, just relationships. Relationships are the most valuable thing on the face of this earth. I've determined a long time ago that I am I'm going to become secure in the Lord because I know that he has great, great relationships for me. Too often we're limiting what God wants to do because we're so insecure in ourselves. We're, we're, we're limiting in our, uh, our relationships and the capacity that he has for us, the, the connections that he has for us, and as a result, we're not... And listen... Uh, I've got two thoughts going through my mind. Listen, I, I just want to, if, if you're going to get to where you need to get in life, it's going to take people. It's going to take partnership. It's going to take relationships. You're only as good as the people that you surround yourself with. And too often, too many people are, are limiting, they're limiting their potential in life, in the things of God, in ministry, because they're insecure. We've got to become secure. We've got to become secure. So we've got to determine that we're not going to listen to all that negative chatter, chatter that's going to hold us back. Last week I talked about there's three things, really, three things that God created us for. He created us for, first of all, he created us to be productive. 
The Bible says be fruitful. He created us in His image. He says be fruitful and multiply. He wants us to be ground gainers and not just maintainers in life. Second thing, He created us to be uh, influencers. And let me tell you something. We have to work at that. We have to work hard at being influencers. Too often we're holding back because we're insecure in who we are. We're, we're scared that people's going to find out that we're not perfect. You've got to realize that you are not perfect. I'm not perfect. None of us are perfect in the flesh. In the flesh, we're going to fall. We're going to falter. We're going to fail. Right? And, and, and by the way, you're not everything. I'm not everything. I, I'm not all gifted. You might think you're all gifted, but you aren't. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm going to be some weak in some areas, and that's okay. That's all right. And you need to become secure in who you are in Jesus Christ. Your personality, your gifts, your, your passions, everything. You've got to become secure in that. Or else you're going to limit your connections and who God wants to put you together with in life and doing life and ministry with. Okay? And so these are areas that we limit God in. So here's what we want to do. We want to, we want to move forward. We want to become secure. I don't, think, I don't think there's any one of us that don't yearn for that. It's one of those deep needs that we're all looking for. We want to be secured. None of us like insecurity, feeling insecure in our life, do we? No. We just don't get up in the morning and think, wow, thank God I feel insecure. <laughs> Lord, I pray that you would make me more insecure today. I don't think that's any of our prayers. As a matter of fact, you want to be bold and confident, and you want to be secure, you want to go forward in what God has for you. And so, so here's what we're going to do. I want to talk to you about how to have real security in your life. And I'm going to go really swiftly and real quick. Don't have but a few minutes. But number one, this is how we, we start this process in, 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 in creating this real security in our life. Number one, discover God's will. It may sound simple, but it, it is profound. Discover the will of God. I pray for this every day. I pray this prayer out of Colossians every day over my life, over our life. Get this. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. It says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Why? Why is it so important? Get this. That you will walk worthy of the Lord. I lost my place. <laughs> Fully pleasing Him. Get this. Being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to His glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. I, there's so much there, I, I don't even have time to get into it. But I'm here to tell you, it's knowing the will of God, knowing the will of God that brings security in our life, where we're able to uh, uh, accomplish, able to receive all that God has for us. First uh, John chapter 5. Uh, verse 14 through 15, it says, Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask, this is the confidence, this is the security that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, anything according to His will, He hears us. And if, get this, and I don't even know where we're at, but it, and if He hears us, how can we know if He hears us? When we ask according to His will. 
Then it says, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. I remember one time, just quickly, I, just, I was going through a, a, a difficult situation, and, and it had to do with another Christian. This other Christian wasn't walking with God, had you know, gotten away, wasn't uh, trying to hide it or anything, just turned, really just turned their back against God. But I, I know even those that are, and I was a young Christian, but I, I know even those that are, are, are uh, young Christians, and I mean, uh, excuse me, Christians that are in that state still pray, and that's good, we need to, okay? And, I, and eventually that person came full circle and is serving God, thank God. But, but this, I remember this, uh, having some issue with this person, and it's like, Lord, who, what if they're praying and I'm praying? Who's, who are you going to listen to? He's going to listen to the one that's praying according to his will. And I remember God, I remember God just putting this in my heart. He says, I judge righteously. In other words, I'm going to favor those that are right. And, and, and I remember just God's, I just became secure in that issue. I was, just, I was just confident from that point on. I don't care, you know, uh, who said what or what chatter I heard. I knew if God be for me, who could be against me? And, and so when you know the word of God, when you know God's will for your life, it brings security. The second thing that you not only need to do is discover it, but you and I have to develop God's will in our life. We have to develop our thinking in the will of God. When I, am, I, I face things in life, uh, this week was one of those weeks. You ever have one of those weeks? It was just one of those weeks where I, I had so much chatter. I was talking to somebody this week, and they said, they said it just seems like you, since you've been on this, uh, this series that the, the chatter has just increased. And I think, I think maybe, possibly, uh, that that's potentially uh, could happen. And I, I think, for me, I think it has increased in, in that there was just lots of attacks uh, trying to, to hold me back and, and to keep me suppressed instead of moving forward in what God has for me. Our church is a great church. People's lives are being changed. Uh, great things are happening in people's lives. And, and, and the enemy doesn't like that at all, at all. And so I just had all kinds of chatter. And I'm telling you, all week I struggled with a lot of chatter. I, I'm, man, I was like, ah, I just struggled with so much chatter this week. Had all kinds of things going on, uh, people's lives, uh, uh, just uh, some, some uh, issues with team members and, and that type of thing where I just didn't feel the support that... I needed to have from them and that type of thing and, and just all kinds of chatter, 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 decisions that I had to make and do need to make and all kinds of things. And I tell you, it's, it was weighing heavy on me. Just weighing heavy. But I ha- you know what the good thing is? Is I, I had already developed and have developed myself in the will of God. To recognize that it was just an attack of the enemy. And so what, I, what did I do? I put on the garment of praise. For the spirit of heaviness. I just started praising God. And started loving on God. And thanking God. Rather than listening and buying into that chatter. 
that eventually if I do listen to that chatter in my life, that I would experience things that I really don't want to experience in my life. And, and so, so I, you have to develop this in your thinking where whenever you face something in life, you respond by the will of God rather than by what that chatter is telling you. Oh, you know, all kinds of uh, thoughts uh, come through my mind. Listen, I, I, I work with lots of people during the week. Every week, meet with lots of people, uh, process all kinds of things, not only things that I'm going through, others, but uh, the things that others are going through. And, and, and it, you know, my heart's moved. Uh, I, you know, when I see people especially uh, making decisions based on negative chatter where they've not developed that, the, right, the, right, uh, uh, the right chatter in their life, it, it hurts my heart because I know they're going to end up where they don't want to be. Is that making sense? So we have to not only discover it, but we've got to develop it and, and, and so that we're listening to the right thing. Human reasoning can get you way, way off course with God. By the way, not only human reasoning, your own emotions. If you listen to the chatter of your emotions, it can get you off course. And my emotions were like, all week, up and down, up and down, up and down. Felt like a yo-yo this week. And, and I said this a few weeks back, if you were here. I read in a book that, uh, that the average person uh, has about 60,000 thoughts go through their mind every day. And according to this book, the average person, 80% of those thoughts are negative. Now, that's why we have to develop God's will in our life so that they're not 80% negative, so that they're as, as, as many as possible, as much as possible, they're positive thoughts in our life. So, not only do we need to develop it, but we also, I'm going to give you the third thing, we've got to do God's will. We can't just be hearers of the word, but we need to be doers also. Otherwise, we deceive ourselves. And so, uh, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, we talked about them. This is another generation. There's that 40, there was that, uh, uh, that generation that wandered into years, uh, wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. That whole generation passed. And then uh, Moses died. Joshua took up the leadership of, of Moses to lead the children of Israel, a new generation, into the promised land. And God begins to speak to Joshua. And here's some things that he said that we need to pay attention to that if we'll apply it to our life, we'll, we'll see success, good success also. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Make sure that you have the right chatter coming out of your own mouth. That you're saying the right things out of your own mouth. You know, it's not just the chatter that we're hearing elsewhere. What are we saying? Are we aligning our, 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 our words with God's will for our life? Are we, are, are, are we saying things that are contrary to what God says in our life? This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. How often? How often are we to listen to this chatter that God, that's God's chatter, God's voice in our life? Day and night we need to be developing this in our life. And it goes on to say that you may observe to do according. To do. Say to do. 
to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage, do not be afraid, do not fear, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let me give you some reasons, reasons why we don't do God's will for our life. It's because the chatter of, number one, fears, fears are louder than the chatter of God's will in our life. And we give in to fear. How many times have we faced something in our life where uh, we listen to that fear and we determine? My son said this this past week. He says, so often people will hear, uh, hear that chatter of fear so, and, and they will conclude that it's God's will for their life because, because they've listened to it so long. And, and there's the chatter of fears. And how many times does that hold us back? How about this one? How about hurts? Past hurts in our life. The chatter of your past hurts. Uh, and, and, and then let me give you another one. Inner vows. We, we made some inner vows because of fears and because of hurts. And we, just, we made a vow that we are not going to do this. Well, I'll never be. I'll never do. You remember that? Has that ever happened for, with you or heard anybody ever say that? I, I have this guy, there's this guy I know, and he told me this. I was talking to him and just telling him the importance of the local church. I love the local church. I love everything that it stands for, not just because I pastor, but because, because of the life-giving difference that it makes in people's lives and the eternal difference that it makes in people's lives. And I was talking to him, and, and, and then he, he, he referred back to a relationship with uh, his pastor, uh, he, that he was in, uh, in, uh, at a church for years and years, and he referred back to this pastor and how this pastor heard him. And, and we, in a, our conversation, we were talking, he says, I'll never, I'll never, there's that inner vow, I'll never call another man a pastor. And I was thinking, wow. I said, I said and I was, I was frank with him, I said, you need to get healed. I said, you need to get delivered. I said, and, and, and I said, you, you're holding yourself back. He's great. He's, he loves God, but he has this, this hurt and these inner vows that he's, he's, uh, he's, he's really taking God. When anytime you make an inner vow like that, you take God off the throne and you become the Lord over, over that area. Okay? And, 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 and man, it can hurt you. And so, uh, why is it? Because insecurity. And here's the fourth reason. Here's how I'm going to conclude. Control. We want to have control. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. If we can't control it, then we get insecure. I'm going to tell you, when you know that God's in control of your life because you've given Him control of your life, there's great security in that. But when you try to control your life, the more you try to control your life, the more insecure you will be. Let me give you a couple of scriptures in closing. Proverbs 133, it says, Who... But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Whoever listens to me, listens to God's will, God's chatter, begins to do that in their life, they will, de- they will dwell safely and they will be secure without fear of evil. Evil might come, but they're not going to fear it. Evil might attack, but they're not going to fear it. Because they're secure in God. Evil might come knocking at your door. 
It might do some things in, in your life. It may, it may try to bring you down, but your security is still found in the, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you with me? And we need, to, we need to be so grounded in the Word of God that we're living it out, that it's not ever a question whether I'm going to do God's will or not. It's what is your will so that I can do it. One more, Proverbs 10, verse 9. He who walks with integrity walks securely. Integrity. What is integrity? Doing the right thing regardless of anyone's looking. But he who perverts his ways will become known. I want to end today and tell you that you can be secure. No matter what's going on in your life, whether it's positive or negative, you can be secure if you'll listen to God's voice and not all the other chatter that's taking place around you. So today, discover God's will. Develop it into you where where your emotions, your mind, your every, every part of you knows the will of God so that whenever you face something, you automatically, your first response is God's will, not listening to the chatter and giving in to what it says. And then thirdly, start living it out. Because as you do, that's when you're going to have good success. Amen? Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you.